we're here and we're drinking and oh, it's nice. Sunday. Sunday. A beautiful Sunday. Hopefully this episode will be posted tonight. I feel like you don't have to overpromise anybody anything. I'm going to definitely commit. Okay. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, like things have been going on in our lives. I feel yeah. like... One thing I'll say is, like, that we've been putting our friendship before the podcast, and I'm not necessarily mad about it. I'm not. Like, I'm just not. We've been together for, like, two days now. Yes. But also, like, we were together last weekend. We did not record. We or the did weekend not. before. Yeah. Yeah, the weekend before that, we were together. Yeah. Yep. Like, I, before that, before we recorded the last episode, we had saw each other, like, two weekends before that, and it was like, yeah, we're just hanging out. We're not really, like, putting yeah. pressure on our need to produce a product people are questioning how much time we spend together actually we were, we were like she's there a lot yeah yeah, she yeah. And like so she's there always at your house I'm a like, lot what's the problem right Courtney just texted me like you left errands yet i was like how do you know i was here she's like well you're always there so oh, oh. just checking if you're i love that there. i love that and i'm like hmm i haven't so that's talk to lovely. you later that's lovely that's where we are there now. are worse places you could be i think so yeah we have a good time we yeah. eat good food we drink good liquor we watch good shows yeah or not good shows we'll get into that um but yeah, so like, I'm going to solidly say like, I'm at a place where I don't feel like we have to record every weekend. I'm fine with that. It feels like work when we do it that way instead of like, I feel like we could record now. It feels more natural and organic for right. us. There's no pressure. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I feel like I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't be mad if we recorded every weekend, but I also don't want to put the pressure on us to record. Yeah. So I want to say like. I want to give us a goal of recording at least once to twice a month. That's fair. And anything outside of that is like extras. Love that. Yeah. Yep. All right. We're going to do an intro. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just going to jump right into pop culture. Yeah, I think we want to work backwards, because I can never remember where we stop, but you usually do, so let's see. Yeah. So, Kylie Jenner is facing backlash. So... Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, I saw it, and I was kind of just like, don't care, but I think it ties into like a bigger issue that the people have. Mm -hmm. She shared a GoFundMe link for her celebrity makeup artist. Who mm-hmm. got in a car accident? I think he was trying to raise like sixty thousand dollars for the surgery, and she donated five. And then I was like, people were essentially posting like she makes four hundred thousand dollars a day. Uh huh. Right, a day. She can afford to give him the sixty thousand. Why couldn't you have just like paid for it? Do you know what I mean? Like, right. And I, this has nothing to do with the fact like it's your money. You have the right to do whatever you want to do with it. But like, even if you put that on a smaller scale and somebody did it, it was like if something costs thirty one dollars. And somebody from Bangladesh was trying to raise money. And me, like you sitting in a chair who makes 60, 100, whatever, only donated $2. Do you know how ridiculous that sounds? Right. Do you know how stupid that sounds? Right. You buy your child $50,000 ostrich Birkin bags. She's like three. Right. It's unnecessary. Right. right. It's a life-saving surgery or like whatever. Right. Just, it's, it's like... If you care enough to post, you should care enough to pay. You know what I'm trying to say? Right. Yeah. Y'all are doing mm-hmm. this thing where you're posting like $20,000 a night hotels. Just pay the fucking bill mm-hmm. and move on. Like, mm-hmm. what is this necessary? Is mm-hmm. it? Like, it and just How, how feels... like, pertinent is this person to your life, too? Like, if they are your makeup artist, like, don't you want them to get the surgery, too? That's what I'm trying to say. And people are like, she's not obligated to pay anything. Neither she's am I, not. my nigga. She's not. Neither but, like, it's, it's her letting you know how much she paid and telling you you should give to it. You should give that's to, it. like, $5,000. Yeah. Like, that's light change to you. Like, put the $60,000 down. Like, y'all are here having purses that cost as much as houses you yeah. can just give him sixty thousand dollars to get his you could sell surgery. a purse and pay for his surgery you don't even have to that's the crazy part you don't even have to mm-hmm. you could just have paid for the surgery and been done with it like mm-hmm. this to me is just a certain level of greed and disgust that i'm just like well what if it's a situation where like he didn't want kylie to pay for it 
I don't even understand how that works. You don't want Kylie, the billionaire, to pay for it, but you want regular (laughs) poor people, middle class people to pay for it? Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. I... I'll talk about this offline. I really just don't like GoFundMes. And I'll explain to you why I still feel that way. I also don't like GoFundMe. I don't like that shit at all. Like, why do I have to be this invested in your life? I honestly, my thought on GoFundMe is like, I get nothing in return. And I'm not saying I'm a person that's like, I don't want to do something if I get nothing in return. But like, I'm not in any way connected to this either. I also find GoFundMe's weird because GoFundMe actually came out and said like, there's a serious problem that people are using this for like healthcare reasons. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, the fact that the company itself who's getting a profit of this thing realizes that this is, like, a major issue. Nigga, it's not a good look that you say somebody need $20,000 for, like, a healthcare reason and they got fifty. That's not cute. Like, yeah. I, like y'all are trying to make things that are actually really depressing and dystopian sound okay. Mm-hmm. They're not okay. I agree. You should be able to get that life-changing surgery because you're supposed to get it. Right. Not because you have the money to, not because you're able to raise it or have a fundraiser or sell enough cookies. Nigga, if you need brain surgery, you should be able to get the brain surgery. Like that's America. That that that's it. It's 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 telling of a, a bigger social issue. Right. That's weird to me. I don't I know the kind. Of, but I like outside of like medical shit. Like I like people are like, oh, like I'm making a documentary funded. Like I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have said it like that. Cause like maybe I will be interested in a certain kind of documentary. Like maybe I don't I don't know. Like people like help me pay for my my pet surgery. Why? Why? Yeah, I find that on like every single Twitter post that gets like really big that gets viral. It's like please donate. Like fuck off. Like I'm not even gonna look at it no more. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure and I'm sure a lot of it is relevant. I've seen ones where I'm like that's important, but you know what? I'm tired of seeing it and it's fucking annoying and I don't care. Like I just feel like really inundated with that shit. Like that's on the whole, it. like I just feel like I'm like. And I don't even mean, like, GoFundMe. I mean, like, shit that, like, should be important to me, I find myself scrolling by. Because it's just, like, I... And this is very first world problem, but, like, I have a lot of fucking shit going on in my life. Yeah. I don't want to take on the sadness and the depression of this Other as well. shit. Like, that's, a like, a lot. Like, and I'm not saying, like, I'm an empath and, like, I take on people's feelings. But I also feel like, to some point, like... You are taking on your feelings and other and other shit too. Like yeah. when you're a person in general. Yeah. Like, you know, because like you have family members, you have shit going on in like extended family too that you're taking on the stress and the like the pressure of that as well. And like for me to like take on that and my life and like whatever fucking else is going on in the world, I'm like, this is a lot. And I'm at home all day with my toddler <laughs> screaming at me. Listen, love her, but she's not lying. She's been here two days. I've been here two days. I don't know if she'll be back for two days. But she's here two days. I will. But <laughs> she's not lying. She Yeah. Kennedy's a joy, a pleasure. But she also is. a terror. She's also a lot. So, yeah. yeah I, I hear you. Like, I'm burnt out. I am burnt out from negative. Music. I know she meant it from my dad. No. <laughs> like, damn, bitch. We, we no, have no, to go no. there. Still stand her. Yeah. But, like, other shit. Like, every time. Like, and there are people who I follow. And I'm like, I want to get more into this. And then I'm like... Not this week. I'm too tired this week. Yeah. And the next week comes and I'm like, I'm still too tired. I still think next this week is comes important. Next you're tired from other shit. Like, it's just it's like... It's just continuous exhaustion. Like, vicious cycle. out. Of like, how much more am I supposed to care? Realistically, I'm like, I need at and, least a month. And why, like, is it, like, that when whatever level I choose to care at might not be enough for some people? It's still not enough. Yeah. Like, that's my thing. It's just like... You know, your donating is me sharing a post. That's my limit. That's what I can do right. for you. And right. if that's not enough, then that's not enough. That's but that's enough. not. That's what I'm willing to give you. Right. Because I have to save something for my motherfucking self. Right. And Sorry. lately, she. There's very little for myself lately. Yeah. It's fine. Um. Yeah. Mm. She should have gave the money though. I I'm just that we took that. it from Kylie to <laughs> to ourselves. Uh, but yes, it's all about us. We're mm-hmm. the main characters in this story. Honestly, a good story. Yeah. Um, Miami Beach declares a spring break state of emergency and sets curfew at 8 p.m. City Fair, y'all did this last year. Why and did y'all just like 
not do it just before. shut it down yeah Why that's what i'm saying like what down? like and what do you achieve 8 p.m is not even like early for miami right at all and I, it's just at like 5 p.m i'd be like oh they really trying to do some shit right i just feel like what did y'all think was gonna happen like what did y'all think was gonna happen like y'all just greedy for money that's all that this is out here and then y'all mad because and i've seen some some of the videos bitches out here twerking for on top of police cars and i was like i don't i've never wanted this for myself it's just like i think <laughs> this is a sidebar but i think like when we went to miami we became very like um aware of the type of bitches we are like or not not aware of the type of bitches we are like we became very aware of what we consider a good time and what others consider a good time we give more chloe hallie and less city girls i already yeah. knew that about us and it was just like y'all yeah. just now we can we can go city girls we can go city girls but it is one night out of the five days that yeah we're it's Miami. not yeah it, it can't be the five nights in the row no type of situation. no it's not even I, two nights in a row not and even granted, that. that one night of city girls living we have a Love great it. it's time. a great night we have the a next morning nah, it's a great time but the next day we're like that was great and beach yeah that's brunch. it sleep brunch <laughs> yeah. beach a little drinky drink still yeah no 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 like liquor is always involved it's right. just like chill vibes like that's what we are we relax and i was like talking to somebody and i was like yeah like anywhere i go aj it's like we're just chilling. Like, and that's like our friend dynamic. We're never going to be like, we going out tonight and tomorrow and blah, blah, blah. It's like, we can go out tonight. Yeah. But tomorrow, let's go to dinner. Yeah. And let's have some wine. Yep. Let's uh, find some good shit on Netflix. I was about to say, what's, what's on Netflix? Yeah. And just chill out. And that's our vibe. Like, that's what we are yeah. on. Yeah. I love that for you other girls. I do. I love your little strip club vibe. I love that for you. Me? Yeah, because it's like, it's not something that we want. That's why we love it. That's for it. you. It's for like, you. It's never something that we've been like, oh, we wish we could be those girls. It's like, y'all look great. Y'all do. But no thanks. You got the takeout menus. Right. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> That's really what we're all Let's like. Let's talk about the wings. The yeah, wings good? Yeah. Are we gonna are we Uber Eats with yeah, DoorDash? What are we doing? Are we Grubhub? picking it up? Or are what's going on? Wanna take a little walk around the block to see? Hmm. That's really it. The max that anybody will get from us but it's a great like we will come back and be like we had a great time it was fantastic we would 10 out of 10 do it again do it again (laughs) (laughs) nigga like with child didn't do anything yeah and and what about it yep we drank and we ate good food we did it someplace else though yeah and like honestly that's what we want to do now we're literally plotting where we're gonna go so we can eat good food yep and drink we do that shit here every weekend when she comes over. We're like, what do we want to eat? What are we going to drink? Uh, what are we yeah. going to watch? Those are the yeah. three questions. And that is it. Are we washed? Maybe. But that doesn't matter. Are we? Because we have a good time. I don't know. I, can I be honest? I never like, feel like we're missing out. I, at all. At Like, not for one second. Yeah. Don't get it. But, I, yeah. you know, happy for y'all. Uh, Sweetie and Quavo broke up. This is going to be our... What holds this episode together? I think so. You're gonna have to find the, the tagline from this uh-huh. from this discussion. Yeah. Oh, okay. Back to the streets. That's the name of the episode. Love that song. Yeah. Love that song. Um. So, all right. Let's just say what she said. So apparently, the shade room realized that they weren't following weren't each other. following each other. And I was like, <laughs> who cares? And then, but like. That never means anything to me. Me either. I'm like, mm, okay. Also, I didn't feel strongly about them, as strongly about them as other people did, um, one way or the other. Like, I quite frankly, like, not a sweetie fan. Like, I've heard some of her like, cute. Don't think about Quavo ever. I like ever. Sweetie as a person more than I like Sweetie as an artist. That makes complete sense. Yeah. Complete like, sense. Like, she just... Prime example of, like, a bitch knowing she's pretty and milking it. Fair. Yep. Like a rapping Sierra. There it is. <laughs> that's that's really what it is. That's all that a it is. A rapping Sierra with a nice body. Got my body done. Yep. And I'm really just going to milk it. Yep. I would say J-Lo, but she just took it too far for me. But yeah, like a rapping Sierra. She looks great. Like, 
Yeah, there's something wholesome about Saweetie to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. as much as she's, like, the ratchet-ass bitch that she is. I still, yeah, she seems not, She just seems nice to me. She seems like she's just here, like, I don't care if you keep, don't think I can rap or I'm talented. I'm just going to make my money and hang out. Right. And, and it's also just... Weird it's, shit. It's, it's her eating habits, quite honestly, that makes her wholesome to me. Because it's like, you're sitting here with these long-ass eyelashes, these yeah. long-ass fucking nails, these bougie-ass borderline tacky outfits always and i love it for you and you're also putting hot cheetos in every one of your meals every single one i she eats like she just got out of prison i want to be scared of her intestines like Like, i just like i support it i really do like her but i want to be her friend Mm, i don't know she eats like a refugee who just went to the supermarket after Hurricane Katrina. Somebody What's left she, on the shelf? It's she disgusting. Eats like she on Fear Factor, and that that's it. it. That's all yeah, she that's does. Really it's it. Absolutely like, disgusting. It's just like she eats like she was dared to eat it, and it's like, baby girl, there is real food out right. here. Right? She's like, y'all never had this. I was like, no, because we're not starving on an like, island. Yeah. That is disgusting. She eat like my daddy ate when he was broken hearted. Like, right. you gotta, we're not poor anymore, right? <laughs> Just at those space station meals, she's like, That looks delicious. Yeah, she seems like she would really tell me the shit they used to eat. I'm like, But we're not, we're not doing that. We're not there yet. Let's, let's, let's want putting mayonnaise between two pieces of bread. Just don't get it. Just don't get it. (laughs) Yeah, so I liked her more after this just because I think, like, the way she said it was like with so much class and grace, more than I thought she had. That sounded shady, but like, I stand by what I said. I don't know her like that. It's really. It's really her Asian side. <laughs> yeah, it was very like the HR response. Like I don't know. Correct. Yes. You know. She literally love said, and light. Exactly. She said, "I'm single. I've endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character. Presents don't band-aid scars, and the love isn't real when the intimacy is given to other women." Then she said, I emotionally checked out a long time ago and have walked away with a deep sense of peace and freedom, excited for this new chapter of Elevation. Love that for her. Mm-hmm. And then I guess Quavo responded the same day. I had love for you and disappointed you did all that. You're not the woman I thought you were. I wish you nothing but the best. And then she responded, take care. Yeah. No period. Mm-hmm. You're not the woman I thought you were because you thought I was a dumb bitch who was going to walk over. Mm-hmm. That's what you're trying to say because mm-hmm. you know you disappointed her. You know what it is for me? He said, did all that. Like, it's not a lot. Yeah. Like, it's not, did all that. I know what you're talking about. Okay. And and then his bottom line is, you ain't a ride or die. Right. That, isn't that the Bitch, message? I'm dead then. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's, it is what it is. And and his sister out here talking about, I stayed quiet long enough. And her auntie being like, Bitch, it ain't been 24 hours. Also, also, I have something to say about siblings getting involved in other siblings' business. Nigga, like, stay your lane. Honestly. I don't think... I think you're coming at this from, like, a very skewed sibling standpoint. Because you don't fuck with your niggas anyway. Fair. So that's you're like, true. I, don't, I wouldn't get involved, but, like... I would not. Me? I would. Not if it's not, like... Let me be clear. It's not some Nobody wild... cares about my siblings breaking up with anybody enough for me to be like, I've been silenced. Right. Were you silent or were you silenced? silenced. <laughs> yes. Or it's like... I don't know how to explain it. I feel like unless there's some wild, disrespectful, out-of-pocket shit going on, somebody hitting somebody, or you're saying some wild, disrespectful shit, like, Mm -hmm. that's just adult human interaction. And at a certain point, like, you got to handle that shit yourself. Like, okay, what is is his sister getting involved for? She said, take care. Like, she she said that she's not interacting with it. Now you bring into shit. Like, whatever she said, whatever Sweetie said, Quavo didn't say like, nah, that's a lie. So what do you? What have you been silent about? That's what I'm trying to say. What are you? Like, it's not like he came with? through and said like, you know, like she didn't say that's a lie. He right. said, alright, cool, bet did all that. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's not like oh, she said he was abusive and shit, and you was there, and it wasn't true. That's not what happened. She said that she had been disrespected. He agreed, and she said, take care. That was the extent of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, you want to get involved and say, sweetie, not all that, nigga. Who asked you? Who asked you? Yeah. How, who the fuck cares what you think? Like, that to me is what made it weird. Because I, I was like, I get siblings defend each other, but in this situation, why? I don't see the need. Because I, I I see the need if, like, your sibling isn't defending themselves. That's different. But Quavo already said what he said. 
So. Also, what the fuck is he defending himself from? Like, he, he did it. We, he obviously was fucking other women. Like, But I never, like, didn't think that was happening. Well, that's obvious. People feel like because they don't see it, it's not happening. And I'm like, y'all but do why, not but like, know these people. But why? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this is, like, very much, like, I don't know. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. I don't know. But I really feel like the hip-hop industry is, like, very much, like, um, reliant or, like, it's understood that, like, if you are, like, a fly nigga, a popping nigga, whatever, like, you're going to get you a pretty bitch on your arm. That's, like, the protocol. Right. So, like, when he got with Saweetie, I was like, cool, that makes sense. Like, you're amigo. Right. She's an icy girl. All right, cool. <laughs> like, but I didn't think, like, this means that you're going to be faithful? faithful. Yeah, like, I don't think that's the case. Also, like, Offset probably in your ear telling you how to do it. To be fair, every time we see one of these breakups, like, there's always a Twitter question that's like, y'all get with rappers and think they're going to be faithful? And I'm always like, that's that's a completely fair question. Like, why why would you think that? Like, wh- that, like, but honestly, like, <laughs> this is going to be very, uh aggressive but i just feel like in general like you got with a nigga and expected him to be faithful <laughs> like it's not even like for me it's not industry specific or like lifestyle specific or career specific you don't like think for so? me no like and i'm not saying like every nigga cheats i'm not i'm just saying like on the whole like i feel like i'm more inclined to think that you'll cheat on me before i think you won't that that i agree with but i definitely think like from lifestyle and finances perspective I do think it's silly to think that somebody who is young, rich, and famous. Broke niggas cheat. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying broke niggas cheat, but I'm Mm. saying like at, how do I say it? Like at the level at which they do it, I'm pretty sure like they are NBA finalist type level. Right. Like that to me is what it is. Like the idea of like the constant disrespect, like nigga, he wasn't cheating with the bitch, like one bitch around the block. Like Mm -hmm. if it's like, I'm sorry, amigos, like all they rap about is fucking bitches. Mm -hmm. Right. So then they going on international 50 city tours. Yeah. Their video shoots. They're millionaires. They have bitches who see them in every country who only just want to be near the crowd. Right, right, right. Like, from that perspective, that's what I'm trying to say. From that perspective, and like, all they have is yes men in their air telling them that they the hottest shit around. They should fuck bitches or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they, it's not like they go into an office and like niggas is humbling them. Do you know what I mean? Like there's, there's no, well, I don't think that's ever the case in an office either. I feel like honestly, like niggas will nig. Like, yes. Just, I'm under the perspective. And I, don't, and I just like, I don't think any amount of money, accessibility, uh, finance, like popularity, none of that shit will ever change. Like a nigga like if a yes. nigga if a I understand nigga what you're nigga saying nigga, he's gonna do it, he got it two to do, yes <laughs> I definitely think like it has to do with like who they are as people but I would yeah. say like it doesn't surprise me the idea like these niggas been ride they can ride with the same bitch forever and then they get like two million dollars in their pocket and all of a sudden she not good enough and they fuck everybody yeah that's what I mean by yeah. it like yes. I think like I do think that like niggas are very much driven by ego and yes. once they realize that there is no stopping that ego there's no limit to it because, they, like, they 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 will just right like, it's, it's it's not even accessibility, it. but it's also like what is accessible to you too like you a broke nigga and like bitches trying to get with you they are all right they not like they're right. not better than your bitch so right. you're like maybe not but you right. make a couple million now finance bitches are trying to talk to you that's you're still I, the same ugly nigga yeah <laughs> but now fine bitches won't you so but somebody's maybe, making you feel better than right. yourself before so that's that's what i mean i'm not, not under the impression somebody else other than your bitch is making you feel attractive right that's i'm it. not under the impression that like niggas don't cheat or like i will swear like i'm like most of y'all niggas cheat I think that if you are at that level and you're a rapper and a basketball player, I'm going to say all of y'all cheat. If I think most niggas cheat, I'm going to say all of y'all who are there, all of, I would be shocked if not one. Like, mm. if there was one amongst that bunch and somebody's like, that nigga never cheated, I'd be like, don't believe it. Can't buy it. I would never swear that LeBron never cheated on Savannah. Don't buy that. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. I don't care what you did. I would, I would bet that, like, he don't cheat on her now, but he has. Yeah, sure, sure. 
Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I just very backed off the idea of swearing on niggas' dicks. I don't. Honestly, that's never something I bet on. I, I can't. Yeah, I don't. I, I just like. I don't know. Has Rock shit on Michelle? I'm sure. That's my thing. I really am just like, yeah. If that came out, I'd be like, of course he did. Why would y'all think he did it? I don't think Barack has cheated on Michelle. I so believe he has cheated on her. Okay, Michelle. I think he's cheated on her, but not now. Yes, I think now is a different conversation. But I definitely think in the past, like, he's hit it with you know a couple what? Like, I just, like, I feel like... um, I just... Like, people are always like, oh, did you hear that, like, so-and-so cheated on so-and-so? I can't believe that. I can't believe Beyonce got cheated on by Jay-Z and all this other shit. And I'm just like, why is it, like, so wild to you? Right. Like, cause it's never, for me, I feel like it's never like he cheated on you for somebody better than you. No. Like, it's never that. No. So I don't see why people are shocked. Like, people are like, how can you cheat on Beyonce? Like, she's Beyonce. I'm like, yeah, but like, do you think like he cheated on her thinking there's somebody better than Beyonce? Right. No. Like, he just cheated on her. Like, it's not like. It had everything to do with his ego and his dick. That's all that it is. Like, yeah, that's like why I'm imagine to you with Beyonce and she like traveling around the world, getting making millions of dollars and shit. And like, you know, she had your baby, but you know, she living her best life. Like, of course, somebody else gonna come by and be like, she don't even be loving you the way you should be loved. All like, that bullshit. You know, all that bullshit. I'm just saying, like, don't, don't put it past. I, yeah, that's the thing. It's just it. That's what it is for me, and it's always just like whenever I hear people dating, especially like very specific rappers, like you, please just walk into that with your eyes open. Please, like, stop it. Like, okay, there might be one man who I believe is that famous and hasn't cheated. I would actually be shocked by this one, Russell Wilson. Honestly, I knew you was going to say it. I was waiting for you to say it. Oh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's the only one, and it's only because I just saw Sierra on my phone. Like, oh, that's quite frankly the only one because I'm that that seems different but honest like and I don't mean to put a nigga on a pedestal but Russell Wilson like that's a different breed and I I can't Russell Wilson and your your cousin's husband them niggas really love me I love how you put my cousin's husband in that though I love how you were like I don't want to say her name but like you know what I'm saying I know like but based off like what you just tell me and stuff that's like oh wow like that's like that nigga really love her he do she she actually that's what I'm saying like and don't be coming for me niggas like my husband love me too. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, the way that Russell Wilson loves Sierra Wilson is like, oh right, wow, like that is like, there's love and there's adoration. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like the Russell Wilson adores her. Yeah, like he loves her, but he just adores her. He loves everything about her. Right, and it's like that's different i'm not saying like that's something that i like i want or i aspire to or whatever because like the love i get is cool <laughs> but like i'm saying like to to witness that or to like to see that to view that is like you're you become very aware of like there are different kinds of love yeah there are different levels of love there are different kinds of like and there are different ways to like show your love and act on love and right. like so like the way that russell wilson loves sierra is like damn like you cannot help but look at them and be like that nigga loves her like and it's never like you're comparing their love for each other. You're just very aware of the fact that like he loves her. Because it's very rare to see it that way, and or like yeah. to see it. Quite like honestly, it. that's it. He loves his wife without shame, and I'm gonna say that's a very rare thing for me to see niggas do. Like mm-hmm. whatever they say in their bedroom or whatever, like that's one thing. Like lip service, I'm sure it's real great. But like he makes it very nigga said his biggest fear was losing his wife. Like, come on, come on. That's like a certain level of like, no, I know where I'm at. This is where I'm at with you. Right. But and like that's, that's really it. like a the grass is green here. Always. Yeah. Like, I'm not forever. looking nowhere else. Yeah. And also cause like I also find it funny that don't don't forget before he's with Sierra and he was with his first wife, she, the reason that relationship ended is cause she cheated on him. Mm-hmm. Like But I think that's a big he, part of it too. Yeah. Like being in a relationship where you feel like you weren't loved the way that you thought you were being loved. And I think a big part of the way that he loves her is the way that she loves him. Yeah. So, yes. like, when I say that, like, wow, he really loves her, I don't mean, like, he loves her for no reason. It's probably because of the way that she loves him or, yeah. like, the experience 
in a relationship he has with her that's just like far outweighs every other experience. It's just like, how can you not love this person in a different way when they are loving you in a different way that you've ever experienced too? I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I just like the fact that for that, for, and for them, it just doesn't feel fake. It doesn't feel like it's for Instagram. I could be wrong. As much as I, I would be hate surprised. it. As much as, not even hate it like from a hater standpoint. Like, I just feel like it's just like, please y'all. I feel like I'm intruding too much yeah. when I watch it. I'm like, this is too much for me. Happy for you not watching anymore truly truly happy for you yeah though. that's where i am their children it. are beautiful they're beautiful yeah i don't like russell kids. with long hair i'm not a no, fan. no no but no, no. i think they're great like in yeah. the way that your cousin's husband loves her same thing it's just like you just want <laughs> out of everything else you just want this person to be happy yep and if you can at you can if you can be a part of making them happy you want to do it yep at all costs agreed beautiful so, Sweetie was on Respectfully Justin's show. I didn't realize that her and Justin Gomes had dated. Yes. I didn't watch this. I read it in Twitter because, like, I don't care that much. Mm-hmm. And essentially, it was like, I've always found this to be really kind of weird and, like, creepy. Mm-hmm. The concept that, like, a threesome is considered between two women and a man, but if it's two men and a, two men and a woman, it's called a train. That feels very misogynistic and disgusting to me. And... The concept, like, they asked her, like, would she ever have a threesome? She's like, why would I do that? They're like, if your man's treating you right, mm-hmm, you want to give him mm-hmm. a gift. And I was like, what does sex have to do with it? Y'all say y'all don't want that shit with Valentine's Day. And all of a sudden, I'm supposed to bring in other bitches and shit as a gift? Like, how was that a yeah, gift to you? Yeah, but, like, yes, I agree with what you're saying. That That's, that's, that's it for me. Like, how does you being who you're supposed to be for me? Right. Like, because they're saying, let's say your man is treating you with dignity and respect. Like, they didn't yeah, say that, sure, but that's essentially sure, what sure. they alluded to. Like, let's say your man is treating you with dignity and respect, and he's loving you the way that he should. Would you consider letting him bring another person into the bedroom? And it's like, why Why should I be rewarding that behavior? Right. What? Right. Right. Why do you get a gift? What do I get? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. I think she said niggas, niggas, right? I think she said something like, "I can bring a nigga in," and everybody's like, "Okay, if I don't like pussy, if I'm a straight woman, what is sexually pleasing for me about having another woman in between us?" Right? Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm really trying to understand. And why, like, do I have to reward my nigga for being a good nigga by bringing in more pussy? That's what I'm trying to say. What? Since when is that a thing? Yeah. Didn't understand it. Don't understand it. But, but that's, like, you have to know, like, with her going on a show like that, that that's where it was going to go. I wasn't surprised it went there. I just feel very creeped out by, like, the general misogyny that people have. Like, conceptually, like, a threesome, like, this feels like a lot of work and a lot of focus going in multiple places. But, like, something about that being called a train just really creeps me. As the concept of talking about how many bodies people have and stuff like that or being used up, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, the concept behind it is beyond, like, offensive. I don't understand. You shouldn't be even having sex if that's your mindset, because, like, you're mm-hmm. phrasing it like women are not sexual beings, and they should be doing things just for your pleasure. And mm-hmm. then, like, but that's nigga, like you're real rapey. Like, that's mm-hmm. real creepy. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's what happens when you start fucking at 15. You don't know better. You have a point. Or maybe you do. I don't know. Men are different. This, just very questionable. Just very different. Don't quite understand them. Yeah, I don't. Don't really want to. I, like, I just... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm... It's very confusing for me to feel like... I know that men and women are different, but I also try to, like, put that aside when I think about the ways that we're different because I'm like at some point like it's not just like our nature Mm -hmm. it's not like our nature that makes us different it's like society and the way that like they treat us and like we're brought up that makes us different too so it's like I don't know where to draw that line so it's like a weird thing for me to be like or like not a weird thing but like confusing for me to try to discern like where is that where right. where does this issue fall on that spectrum right is this who you are as a person like right. because you are male right or is this who you are because like society has made you i think, think a large portion of it be. is societal pressure because yeah. like but i also am just like i don't want to engage like at all i see things on twitter now and i'm like 
no thanks. Like, I have no interest in engaging with you. Yeah, I'm not going to have this like, conversation. I don't care. And it's more so because, like, regardless of whatever comes from this conversation, whatever, like, resolution comes from this conversation, I guarantee you two months from now we're going to be having the same conversation. That's the, like, it's also, like, yeah. it's never an, it's never something that has, like, a definitive end or a definitive decision or a definitive opinion. It's just, like, always going to be a thing, like... So why am why are we gonna sit here and like I share my opinion, you share your opinion, we talk about it, and then like you know two months from now is gonna be another thing. Like, just choose peace. That's the thing for mm. me. I'm like I'm choosing peace. I don't want to have this conversation with and you, you often about choose violence. There you go. What I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, Kanye West is the wealthiest black man in American history, worth six point six billion dollars. Um, I never quite believe these numbers. Um, I need to see how they got to it. This is like when they made Kylie a billionaire and then Cody became fucking pissed off because they bought her brand and it wasn't worth that much. What's Cody? Cody is like this big, um, like umbrella, it's like a Sephora or something like that. And Mm -hmm. they, they, well, it's not Sephora because Sephora just like sells other brands, but they own like a lauder or whatever. And they own a lot of brands Mm -hmm. and they own Kim's beauty brand. And I want to say Kylie's beauty brand. But I think they used her valuation personally as part of like the the deal that they used to buy that out, mm-hmm. and then because that her being worth a billion was in Forbes, and then like I think they got the numbers and it wasn't that, and then she had it falling out with her mom, whatever, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I just need like actual um, evaluation on that. Like, okay, I'm sure he's worth a couple billion. Mm, that's it. That's mm-hmm. all I have. I don't have anything sure. for Kanye. Okay. Um, are we going to talk about Harry and Meghan? Did we not talk about them at all last time? I don't. I don't remember the last. I don't think we, we did. About it. Okay, because no. I think the the interview happened last week or the week before that. Two weeks ago, I think. So yeah, we actually should talk about it. Okay, we'll talk about it. Um, Ray J and Princess call out the divorce again. I don't care. Yeah, this is the second time. We'll talk about this one in topics. Um, they're not going to last anyway, so they might as well just separate now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... Oh, um, Megan Thee won three Grammys? Did I get that right? Three? Sure. Um, What'd she win? Boo! That one with Beyonce. That one with Beyonce. Um, did she win Best New Artist? Yes, she did. I thought Billie Eilish won Best New Artist. No, she won Best New Artist. I think it was like the first time a black woman has won since like a really long time. So who, what did Billie Eilish win? Because she won a Grammy. Hold on, let me look. Mm. Grammy. Um, What the fuck did she, she won Record of the Year. Billie Eilish. Yeah. Yeah. Megan won best new artist, best rap song, and I swore she won a third. She definitely won a third. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Don't remember what her third was, but um, you know, good for her. Happy for her. I will always say like the Grammys mean nothing to me every time I think about the fact that Nicki Minaj hasn't won one. So I feel no like intention of caring at all about That's this. That's fair. Didn't win one doesn't matter that's fair um, i also feel like the grammys honestly didn't matter to me specifically this year because like kate Trinata was nominated for best new artist and kate Trinata is not a new artist i've heard that name so many times before best rap performance um was her third one mm. um so i don't uh and i think chloe and Hallie should have won one but who gives a shit mm. interesting uh blue ivy won one with her mother for brown skin girl which is also like like love her but like that's stupid why because like what did she do actually like something about this feels very like child of rich parents like are are we celebrating this because she's a child of rich black parents because if it was a child of white rich parents we wouldn't think this was okay so like why would i think it's okay because it's blue ivy like because it's blue ivy right (laughs) but like on a fundamental level i have massive issues with beyonce and jay-z like oh because you're black it's okay that you're capitalist it's Mm. not it's a fundamental Mm. issue the fact that a lot of your businesses are rooted in like child slavery and a bunch of other things that are like 
I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, just because I like your music doesn't mean that I won't critique you as a person. Mm. Y'all both, like, Jay-Z calling himself whatever, comparing himself Fred to Fred Hampton, Hampton, it's insulting to Fred Hampton. Like, mm-hmm. you're a fucking moron. Like, I don't, mm. I don't care. Blue Ivy can't sing. She's great. Love her. Great energy. But your claim to fame is coming from rich parents. Like, mm. awesome. But if we don't like Elon Musk child for that reason, how the fuck is this any different? Mm. Perhaps this will be what holds our episode together. No. I just want to say, like... Yeah, no, I agree. I see what you're saying. Um, Jennifer Lopez is on the outs, on a I break, don't care. on a something. Nope. Great. Nope. Knew that was going to end. I actually just knew... I mean, they're all going to end, aren't they? Um. Okay, so then I guess we should just might as well talk about the interview. Oh, I was like, what? The thing you brought up? Yes. Um... Um, I honestly don't... Did you watch it? I watched part of it. You watched part of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I watched part of it, like the clips, and then I was like, I want to like watch this. So I tried to watch it. Mm -hmm. Then I realized like this shit is over an hour. It was two hours. Yeah. Over an hour. I was like, I don't want to do this. So I just caught the highlights. But a lot of of it didn't surprise me. Right. Surprised Oprah. She gave us a lot of memes and I like it. It, none of that shit surprised Oprah, but she knows what to do what she needs to do. Like, she knew none of that what? shit was surprising. That what? Like... What? I, I I don't... I don't believe she was surprised. Yeah. Um. That's all I have to say on the matter. I watched the whole thing. Um, you would? Yeah. I would. I, I'm nosy. I want to know what's going on. Um... None of it surprised me. I'm trying to think if any part of this, like some of this shit was like, oh damn, like that they wanted her. They kept saying there was no money to support her. So she, she should keep on acting to make her own money. Like that was like, what? That's I just thought it was weird. Like the whole, the whole, like, like, I just thought it was weird that every tradition that had been passed on to Kate was not passed on to her. And it's the same situation. But it's not the same situation. No, like, on paper. On paper, same yes. Same situation. Yes. You, went, you met somebody, you married somebody, yes. blah, blah, blah. Sure. But, I, I don't know. It kind of was like... It was one of those things where, where it puts me in a weird position. Even when I was watching, like, Ginny and Georgia, where I'm like, girl, I feel sorry for you because, like, you're a person of color. But, like, at the, same, at the other end, like, I don't feel that sorry for you because, like, you... Your proximity to whiteness is what made you think this was okay in the first fucking place, which means that you already had an issue with half of you. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like to me because I'm trying to understand like how, how did you think this was going to be okay? And it's because on a certain level, you understand the privilege that you have as being damn near like white passing on a colorism and a featureism right, right, scale, right, 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 right. right? Confusion, and confusion scale, right. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how. Like, there was no way if he was with a black black woman that she would have been surprised by any of the shit that she went through. Mm-hmm. Like the concept of you being like, I thought it was all gonna be roses and wonderful. It's like, why, why, why did you think that though? Why would you think mm-hmm. that? Like. And then, and then to lean on the racism thing. And it's like, don't forget before you went in. And I saw her interview, or at least a part of her interview before she went in. And she was like, you know, I'm mixed race. And I'm proud of both sides of me. And I really, when I watched that interview, I was like, all right, girl, let's see. Then in this interview, she was like, you know, because I'm a black woman. Oh, what? But you wasn't before. Mm. That, to me, pisses mm. me off. And it's the concept that, like, people have this option to pick and choose and to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And, like, the idea that a black woman can be replaced by a mixed-race one. It's not mm. the same. Our experience is not the same. I'm not on your side just because you're half black. Because you're not on my side because you're half white. Like, that's not what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand this. This like, oh, the most, like, yeah, I hear the most disrespected person in the world is a black woman, but she's not one. And I, I, I would, I would well, highly. She doesn't go- act like one either. She doesn't I don't, act like I don't mean she's not acting like I'm saying you're not acting like. You've never claimed to be like 
not just like down for the cause, but like it's never been the thing that that you that has defined you. And mm-hmm. I'd be hard pressed to find a black woman who says that her blackness in some way doesn't define her. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by it. Nigga, don't, I don't care if you eat fried chicken and the rest of that bullshit. Like who you are growing up in L.A., feeling very comfortable in that environment, having, you know, all of your exes be white. That says something about you. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden you a black woman and 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 you know this is very much a situation and, where like she mm. was made to she was made aware of like her her blackness. But because, like but yes, but if because even if you don't pick it, somebody will tell you will tell you what you are. Like don't worry about that. And now all of a sudden niggas got a cape for you. Mm. And that's why I can't stand when mixed race niggas be like. I wasn't white enough for the white people. I wasn't black enough for the black. Fuck off with that bullshit. Like, honestly, like, somebody hurt your feelings a little bit. Like, but you know what? Who was going to cape for you more? Black people. Okay, so then shut up about it. Like, damn, what the fuck do you want? Because nobody who was white thought you was white. And nobody who was white wanted to be friends with you because they thought you were white. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Like, at yeah. a certain level, it was kind of like, all right, I'm empathetic because I don't ever think anybody should have to go through that level of mental struggle and pain and all that bullshit. But, like, on a, on another level, it's just like, yo, I don't care about this. Like, y'all just really aggravating me with this whole, like, I'm mixed race till I'm not. And then, then all of a sudden, I'm I'm one of y'all. Like, bye, you're not. You're you're doing some other shit. You're, 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 it, it's, it's for you when you want it. And I don't know, like, I don't get to choose that struggle on any level. Dip in and dip out. I don't. So why the fuck should I care if you get to like, mm-hmm. all right, then take the pains that come with that struggle. I don't think it's as deep as other people's pain. That's it. That's fair. Are we done with pop culture? Yeah. All right. Let's go into questions. Okay. Mm. Did we get any in the inbox? I think we have one from before. Okay. Do you want to do that or do you want to do Tumblr first? Um, let's do Tumblr, I guess. Okay. So for Tumblr, we have um, thoughts on the NBA season currently. Are you looking forward to the NBA All-Star Weekend? I think NBA All-Star Weekend passed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. Mm-hmm. It was okay. I was watching more basketball um before like a month ago i feel like i haven't watched any real basketball games lately so i don't really have an opinion on it um like they're starting to let people into games which is cool that is to be honest like this whole building of like the net super team is constantly like it just makes me so bored like i don't even think i'm gonna be watching this season like i don't care about this like the concept of like super team like there's four of y'all now Mm -hmm. on that one super teams weren't a thing until lebron like started that of course that makes complete sense but like y'all need four of you Mm. like the excess of that just seems so just like what's the point of even watching this is this even a competition at this level like right. it's it's boring like am I supposed but to watch but at some point like, like a power team by? isn't a power team unless they can work together cause teams have really powerful players but unless they work together it's not really a power team I mean yeah I guess that's true to a certain extent but like even if you really you can break it down but like the concept of a Kevin Durant like you're one of the best in the, I don't know I don't know. Like, I, I get one or two of the best players. I don't get four of the best on one team. That's just kind of weird to me. Okay. Um, how important is it to you that a potential partner or spouse has gone to therapy on their own? Um, I don't know. I guess it's important. I guess it depends on, like, what stage like you're in. Right. I also feel like that's dependent on, like, a bunch of different variables. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like... Like, you don't necessarily know what's going on in a person's life when they're a potential partner. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean by it. I don't, I don't, I don't, know. I don't know how important it is if they're a potential partner. When I'm with them and talking to them and knowing what they've been through and, like, hearing them talk about their past, maybe then it's like, damn, like... Maybe you could benefit from therapy. And I don't think it, it would be important to me that they have gone on their own, but it might be important to me that they do. Yeah. I definitely think also, like, how far am I p- 
planning forward in this future and how big their issues are to me. Like, yeah. if I see that you're really struggling, like, nigga, we ain't about to start talking about that big shit until you probably go get some help for yeah, the Yeah, but also, shit like, how that, how that affects our relationship, too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. If I, this is something that, like, you battle with on your own, it has no impact on my relationship. Of course, I'm still going to want you to go to therapy, but I'm also, like, if it impacts our relationship, I'm definitely going to advocate for you to go to therapy even more just because, like, this is something that outside of yourself affects us and our relationship, our dynamic, and how you interact with me. So it would be important to me. So I think all of that is not... Like, you can't base it on a potential partner. You kind of have to base it on the partner you're with. Yep, I agree with that. who you see a future with. I agree. Um, recommend some books by a black author that everyone should read. Hmm. I like Between the World and Me. I think everybody should read every book by Tana Hesse Coates. Mm, did you read his other one? The Water Dancer? Yeah. yeah. I did. You liked it? Minus that one. I did not like that one. Oh. It was just like, it's not that it was bad. Like, he it's just said it wasn't good. No. That's, I mean, technically. Like, he he started writing that book before all his other books. He's been oh. writing that book for like 12 years. Oh. And it read like he's been writing it for 12 years. Oh. It was all very long and convoluted. Like, he did a lot of research. And it felt just like reading like an anthropological book. That shit mm. was long as fuck. It's just like, damn, they got need all the details and shit. Like, get to the plot line already. Like, it was just a little too long for me. Okay. Um, what books? Um, mm, I guess Barracoon by Zora Neale Hurston, which is about. A man. It's it's anthropological and it's about a man who came over on the last slave ship to come to the U.S. So he came over on a slave ship in the 1850s, so after slavery was made illegal or something like that. I can't remember what year it was. And he mm-hmm. talked about how he got ended up in slavery in um, Africa, being enslaved by another tribe and stuff like that, and how he came over here. And he lived well into the 1900s, actually the early 1900s. I think that's something that that people should read okay um i like the sada i don't know if that's written by a black person i think it is the sada i like the sada that was good that's it i don't really like be reading honestly we said we were gonna read the alchemist and i have about a week left to read that me too have not started haven't well, it's a quick read i will read yeah it's not a long book that's why i'm not like concerned yeah but honestly it's got to get read. Yeah, it has to get read. It has to get um, read. Yeah, I don't have any other recommendations. Uh, I don't know. I read this book for a class in Hunter, but Brown Skin, Brown Girls. I'm looking at Brown Girls, Brown Stones. I'm looking at these books I have on my bookshelf right oh, now. Um, Paula Marshall. I feel like she's a black woman, but Brown Girl, Brown Stones was a good book when I read it. Um, I'm going to look her up just to make sure that I'm giving you the correct information. I'm hoping that she is a black woman. Um, is it Paul? Oh, it's Paul, not Paula. Remember that, guys. Paul. Um, oh, there's a book that Hallie Bailey recommended. I haven't read it yet, but I think we're, we might want to read that one. Did I tell you about this one? It's a woman, Paul Marshall. Yeah. Brown girls, brown stone. Um, brown stones. I I also like the book Jam on the Vine. I read it a long time ago, but I bought it specifically because it was written by a black author. So Jam mm. on the Vine. Um, hold on. I think we might want to read this one. Mm-hmm. It's called The Deep. Sounds deep. By River Solomon. So, River, I love that name. I love that. If name. I had a dog, I would name it River. I, I would love name, name my River. child River because. Oh, um, it's about black women who are enslaved or black pregnant women who be enslaved on ships. No, this is good on slave ships, and they were so pregnant, and then like whoever they would throw them overboard, and then they ended up sinking to the bottom, and they ended up becoming mermaids. And it's, like, a process of remembering, like, where they came from and stuff like that and creating, like, I don't know, some community underneath of, like, black That's beautiful. Swimming. You read, you made it better. I know. I'm I said, like, you said they end up sinking to the bottom. I said, damn, You bitch. were like, 
Yeah. How is that good? Yeah. I saw Halle Bailey talking about it, and I said, like, oh, damn. Because I think she was reading it for The Little Mermaid. I was like, they're not doing that plot line, but I, I like, like where you're going, going with this. this. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think we should read that book. I really want to read Can that. Can that be our April book? Yeah. Okay. If y'all want to read it with us. Okay. Um, the last question is a Reddit question. So somebody said, hey, Aaron. So oh, recently right. I read an article on, an I, on a site that dissected a Reddit post. And it sparked so much conversation behind race. I spoke with some friends about it. And for the most part, we were in agreement on the fact that it wasn't racist. More so ignorant, a bit misogynistic and colorist. However, some people didn't feel the same. I'd like for you and AJ to give your take on it. I'm linking it below. So we read this thing and I feel like... Oh, um, if it was racist, um, I think it was what you guys said, which was colorist for sure. Right. Ignorant. Um, and definitely ignorant. For sure. I, definitely those two. Mm-hmm. So, but not not necessarily racist yeah i personally would be big time offended yeah i don't Um, think it's more so like racist as much as it is offensive because you're just ignorant like you really thought that like because you're white and i'm black if we had a child our child would just not be dark skin yeah like that's just ignorance at at how genetics work yeah like i don't think that's just stupidity to me but Mm -hmm. like um And I know, I don't know, he never updated that post, them being separated. Like, I don't know how far I'd be willing to run with that, but, like, I... uh, Okay, let me preface the story. A white man... Oh, right. Yes, And a black woman had children. uh, A son and a daughter. He said they had a son, and the son came out, like, a little darker. It was a daughter first. No, the son. I thought it was a daughter who looked like him, and it was the son who didn't. But the son was the first. Oh, but the son was darker. Yes, the son came first. The son was darker. So he was like, yeah, the sun was darker than my wife. We had our daughter. Our daughter looked just like me. She was fair, like a little fairer. So I honestly, like, obviously thought she was my daughter. But my son never thought he was my son because he was just darker than my wife. Never really looked like me. And so, like, as I grew, as I think it's like after they had his daughter, he was more so aware of the fact that, like, he was resentful of his son because he felt like But he his didn't. family was calling shit out, too. Right. Being like, he should get him yeah. tested. Yeah. Anyway, he goes to get tested, the son tested to see if that's his son. And it is his son. But he, like, doesn't... He does it without telling his wife. And then after the fact, like, I don't know, maybe months, years later, he tells his wife that he got it done. And she left him. Didn't divorce him, from what I understand, but she yeah, definitely separated. separated. Mm-hmm. And do you, you know what it is? I have really mixed feelings on it. Not because, like, I don't think that bitch did anything wrong. Fine. But I'm always weird because, like, I've never, like... Obviously, if you have a kid, like, you're 100% sure it's yours because, like, it grew inside of you. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, like, I'm an anxious, very suspicious person by nature. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily, like, look, judge men for being like, nigga, like, I, like, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, that, that, would, that might weird me out, too, to be fair. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So while I do think it's ignorant and I do think it's stupid, I I don't necessarily like it's how long it took him to do it too like you just sitting here after years of us having kids and be like hmm yeah like i also i don't know but i also just feel like how the fuck you bring that up to somebody because no matter which way you break that down you're calling them a cheater do you know what i mean even if you know that it's kind of like that's not what i mean to say that's not my intention behind it i'm having a really hard time quieting this noise in my head that's saying this because like Mm-hmm. It's not what I expected. I agree. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying I necessarily think, like, he didn't handle it well or whatever, but there was no real good way to handle this situation. Is there? Right. Like, how how do you handle that? Yeah. Like. Agreed. I don't know. I, I Okay, girl. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's mine. I don't think he's mine. Not sure he's mine. A little dark skinned for me. Mm-hmm. Like. There's no way you can say that without being, like, sounding like you're a colorist. Right. Yeah. And it's weird, especially if, like, I'd be kind of weirded out. I was like, damn, you talking to my wife, too? That's a bit weird. Like, mm-hmm. th- like, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm not. That's fair. Yeah. Just to be fair to him, too. Like, I kind of would get, I kind of get where he's coming from. Yeah, I don't think he handled it well. He did not handle it well. Do I think he should have told her he was getting DJ tested? No. Yeah, he could have just moved forward and he been like, "Oh, I know it's mine. Cool." Should have shut it down and just kept it to yourself. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Right? right. What is the question that were in the inbox? We have one. Um. Oh, I think we actually talked kind of about this. Um, a little backstory. I was on IG and saw a post about how are you comfortable asking men you just met for money? And a slew of women in the comments said they aren't afraid to ask for pussy. I don't really understand why that is always an argument. Like, how does getting asked for pussy equate to asking a man for money? Like, he really can't use pussy to buy anything like you can with the money. Laugh out loud. And why do women need want, want a man to cash out on them before giving up some pussy? I honestly just have to like you to give it up. I feel like some people hold their pussy at too high of a standard. We're too much about being judged for fucking easy. We're all adults. If you want to fuck, just say it and protect yourself because people are nasty out here. Um, Money and pussy are both things that are everywhere. Yes. And if you got the audacity to ask me for pussy, then I have the audacity to ask you for money. To be quite frank. You're sitting here talking about money and pussy can't be compared. Yeah, because pussy is you entering my body with your penis. So, pussy more than money than me. I also just feel like I get what you're saying, but like that's not the society we live in. We 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 judge women based off of their pussy. Everything about that that sexual encounter for them is being judged judged as transact transactional. Their self worth is tied to how many people they've had sex with. A nigga's like his self worth seems to go up with how many women, and a woman seems to go down. So why shouldn't she trade that for a barter? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, do I think it's right? No, but we literally just had the conversation about saying like. If a man's treating you right, you should give him pussy as a gift. So is a gift not money too? Like if yeah. you want pussy as a gift, so why shouldn't I get money as a gift? Like that's the way you're treating it, right? Like that's the way that they you you seem to make it equate well, in today's like, culture. Like it's very much like what do I get out of this sexual situation? Right. Because nine times out of ten, I'm not gonna come anyway. But that's what I'm trying to say. Might as well give me some money. That's another part. Like if sex seems to be very male focused, right or wrong, and well, it's wrong, but that's the way it seems to be then I need to also be getting something out of this. If that's money, then that's what it is. Because I'm the pleasure isn't my dirty sheets or your dick inside me. Right. Like, then I might as well get something. The reality is, like, that's just the way society seems to be running. I well, do you're think. also not asking me for pussy with the understanding that I'm going to enjoy it either. At all. At this, all. I've ne- like, you're like, not what? at all requesting pussy because you're just like, we're both going to have a good time. No, you're asking for pussy because you want to have a good time. I mean... And I have a good time with money. Exactly. You sit here and you wonder, like, these like... Spend five hundred dollars on her. I ain't getting no pussy. That's transactional. You're you're equating the money that you spent with the pussy you didn't get. So there's a price tag on it. There just is one. Mm. So like in a perfect world, no, we're all sexual beings. We're able to fuck whoever we want. Nigga, a woman in Egypt just got thrown out of a window because she had a man in her apartment who was a friend. Like because her pussy was so valuable that niggas felt like they could like tell her what to do with it. That's the world that we live in. That's why it happens. I'm not saying it's right, but it is the way that it is. And to be quite frank, that's the world that the way men have set it up. They can have as many pussies as they want because they have money. Okay, then I'm going to have as much money as I want. If you want this pussy. So I'll say whatever it's worth. Well, there it is. Yeah. Are we done here? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Topics. I have um, absolutely nothing, so we can talk about whatever you'd like. We're going to talk about the one that we've been talking about for, like, days now. You and I. Oh. Are you trying to think what, what we've been talking yes. about? I just want to talk about this, like, violence against Asians. Like, oh. I really just oh, my want to talk about it. Um, like, I want to say very clearly that I think it is terrible. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. It's awful. Very sad. Yeah. I I also want to say, please leave us and Black it. Lives Matter and all of that out of your narrative because it, it don't have nothing to do with you. I don't want to see Asian lives matter. I d- like that. Come up with your own. I, 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 I don't know what to do with this. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and I, and it's one of those things where it's like, we our names keep being said, and I don't know why. Like, sometimes we're somehow we're talking about systemic racism against Asians, and then the articles are like, "What can the black community do? What What have you done for the black community outside of putting you know nail salons and liquor stores and vegetable grocery stores and take money out? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like, like why should I care? And then there seems to be like an upset because at the same time people are like, "Do y'all remember when?" 
this all started and everybody was blaming the Chinese and then the Chinese were saying that it was the Africans who were in China and were not letting them into their apartments and were beating them in the street and y'all like that ain't got nothing to do with us well you know what this ain't got shit to do with me either okay because mm-hmm. if you're not it's all existing in the same motherfucking place mm-hmm. okay like y'all be doing some very weird commercials with black people in them that I don't quite understand because black people ain't never done nothing to nobody in no China or nowhere else or the rest of Asia, let's be clear, Japan, Korea, India, but somehow the anti-black sentiment is just just there, just mm. big and broad, here too. So while I feel for you in your strife and struggle, I don't need a comparison to feel for you. I, I don't need my name brought into it. Just doesn't, like, I, I, I don't understand why we keep being asked to march and fight and all of that other stuff. And all the communities asking for us to do it, y'all not even tackling your own anti-black sentiment. Like, what what you want? What do you want? What do you want? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. I feel it. Yeah. I agree. Um, so let's just move on. Mm. That's been tackled. That's been said. We're there. Next. Oh, wow. I only pressed that once. That's fine. Okay. What did your can I just say? Mm, can I just say, save more for yourself in these upcoming weeks. 2021 is not, it's not a, off to a, like a great start, mm-hmm. I want to say. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to say like, conserve your energy, like go on like low power mode, low mm-hmm. battery mode, relax. 10% left. Yeah, yeah. To, just, just save, conserve your energy for yourself. Like, not everybody needs to be starting an LLC and a business and all that stuff. Just buying Just land. like, yeah, just if you make it through the year, that's a massive achievement. And you should feel very proud of yourself for doing that. Okay. Um, my can I just say is, um, I think we need to... Redefine what you define as productivity. Mm. That's my can I just say. There it is. Um, a lot of the times when you define productivity as like having an end product, and sometimes productivity is just like making it through the fucking day. Um, for me, when I say like redefine what you decide, what you define as productivity, I mean like in regards to this podcast. I feel like for a really long time, like we were just meeting every week to record because like we felt like we had to. Yeah. And for a while, we just like. I'm not saying we put our friendship on the back burner, but we did in a sense. Like we, I know we're, we're talking every day, we're stuff like that. But I feel like we were like saving a large part of like what we wanted to say to each other for the podcast. And I feel like outside of that now, because like we're not recording every weekend, we're like saving. We're not saving. We're just like having the conversations we want to have actively throughout the week and like when we see each other and stuff yeah. like that. So it's just like read like, and that for me is productivity for our friendship. Yep. And not just, like, productivity producing a podcast every week. So, like, redefine what you see as productive for yourself. Um, Yeah, because for me, sometimes it's just, like, making it through the day. Love that for us. Taking a shower. Mm -hmm. Putting my daughter to sleep on time. You know, like, little things like that. It's just, like, these are things that, like, maybe I wasn't able to do yesterday or the day before. So, like, yeah. Relishing in those small things that you can do. I think that's it. it. All right, guys. Thank you. Thanks, y'all.